We are back for UFC 263, Adesanya versus Vittori 2. Let's do this. What's up, friend? Welcome to DFS Tavern. I'm your favorite betting bartender, Anzo. Today we talk UFC 263, Adesanya versus Vittori 2. Now we have three fights that are Five rounds each, two belts on the line, and one just a champion's fight kind of for the people. And what I want to ask you is this, assuming that you're looking forward to the Adesanya versus Vittori fight the most, what is the other fight on the card that you're most likely looking forward to? Leave it down in the comments down below and let's talk about it. Of course, we're going to be going over all the information that we put up for free each week on the website, which has the stat model on there for you to use for your betting, for your DFS teams, all in one spot to make it easier to build those winning teams and make money this Saturday night. If you like what I do here, please give a thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss a single video we put out, which includes not only UFC, but NASCAR and PGA as well. We have a big US Open next week on the PGA Tour, so stay tuned for those. Now, let's jump to the website and get to where we can get the information for free. All these links are down below. So you can go to the website, click on down to the UFC tab, and you'll see UFC 263 already up there. How to use our stat model is up there as well, and this video will be linked also. But here is a stat model. This is what you came here for. This is what you want is the picks, the plays, to make your teams pop from the others out there. You're going to want to click on this gray box to the right here in the upper right. It will open the stat model for you to use, make it easier on your phone, your tablet, your computer, wherever it is that you're finding the information. Now we have the fights listed in order from the main event on down with the DK salary, the fan duel price, the compared price between the two, inside the distance odds, which we want negative numbers. Green is a better. We have the average points per their fights on DK, their Vegas odds as well. Then we have their finishes, whether they finish by KO or sub. Those are all their fights as a professional. Their average fight time and their striking and grappling stats are for UFC sanctioned events only. Then we have their last five fights graded out for wins, losses, no contests and decisions. And then notes on the side with all the donation and social media links as well. You're going to write a read up on that to get the bit of info to maybe push you on or off someone. So let's start with the main event, Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori 2. Now, when you talk UFC, you always have to talk paths of victory here for each fighter. Adesanya 9,300 on DK, Vittori 6,900. So you have a lot of value on Vittori if you think he's going to be able to take the fight here. The odds, though, are uh, minus 250 on Adesanya, and inside the distance only 105, meaning that they're probably looking at this actually going to the distance. But here's the thing we have to notice is that the path for Marvin Torrey is really to do the same thing that uh, Jans did versus Adesanya last fight when he jumped up to 205, uh, where Adesanya was probably 20, 25 pounds lighter than his opponent. And Vittori is not going to be that much heavier than Adesanya this time out. Basically, he's going to have to take him down. Now, the last time these two met, Adesanya won the first two rounds handily, and then Vittori won the third round, taking down Israel in the round uh, to win it. Uh, didn't do a lot on the ground against him, but he did win enough, uh, do enough to win the round against Israel. Now, Israel is like a counter puncher slash uh, Bob and Weaver uh, striker. 
and uh, will definitely get the striking there against him. And he has to rely on his takedown defense, which isn't that bad. 82% in the uh, UFC is not bad for someone that gets about two per fight in 15 minutes. So you had another one there. He's probably going to try to get three. Here's how Vittori wins. If he gets them down one time each in three different rounds, probably goes to Vittori. But you got to beat the man to be the man, right? And Adesanya definitely can beat Marvin Vittori if he keeps it on the feet. That's the tale of the two sides. Now, Eileen Adesanya here. You're going to have to pull the victor from this fight. And 9300 is a steep, steep price. Uh, he's 23 on FanDuel. So all the value is on Vittori. If you think this goes five rounds, he could get enough points maybe to uh, get you to pay off on him. But yeah, you're going to want the winner in that fight. You always do in the main events. The co-main, Davison Figueredo versus Brendan Moreno. These two coming in after their fight last time where it was a draw because there was a knee, a grab of the fence, an eye poke. There was a little bit of everything that Figueredo did uh, to get a point taken away, thus making this a draw last time. I, I think last time he came, both of them came off of not really short notice, but short rest. Figueredo, I believe, had some COVID issues. Uh, but definitely tough making weight for him back then. He looked drained and still pulled out the draw, even with pulling out the cheap moves. I mean, Figueroa should be able to win this one as well. They're both going to come out beaming and striking and trying to get those points. Again, another fight we're going to want the winner because it is five rounds long. Uh, this might not go the distance this time, but it very well could. Uh, minus 130 to not uh, just to be inside the distance. So they... Vegas odds do lean towards this being an early finish, and Figueroa would be that guy. 9,100, if you really found a way to get away from Israel uh, for the main event, Figueroa would have to be the guy you go towards in the second, uh, the co-main at 9,100, saving you 200 bucks on there. You can save $2 on FanDuel with them as well. But uh, both these underdogs, Vittori and Moreno, will put up the fight. They should be good close fights. I just don't think either of them come victorious. Now, here's the uh, the people's champ, this uh, fight that people want, the average watcher, the uh, person that only watches the pay-per-views, the people that know the main names of these fighters would be on Nate Diaz at 6,700, at 400, 425, 450 uh, uh, odds. You know, where Leon Edwards is now minus like 600, he's 9,500, the most expensive fighter on the card. I think Leon Edwards wins this no issue whatsoever. Now, Edwards is coming off the no contest versus Bilal Muhammad last fight when they met, and he was winning that fight easily against Muhammad. Now, Muhammad is not in any of the same league as Edwards whatsoever, but Edwards was just putting on a clinic, and then the eye poke happens, and Muhammad couldn't see, and he knew that was his shot to make his name for himself. And the main event of that card they were fighting on, it just uh, it stunk uh, for what happened. Edwards uh, should be able to wreck Diaz. Now, Diaz is a guy that has endurance, that can put this fight to the distance, uh, will not tap out. Edwards isn't going to go for a uh, submission anyway. He's going to have to go for the striking, whereas Diaz will try to get maybe some sort of submission on there, uh, just try to grind it out over Leon. I just don't think he has it whatsoever. Of course, he has those two famous fights against Conor McGregor. He has that fight versus uh, Jorge Masvidal. So he's got these main event type fights in him. Here he is, five rounds again versus Leon Edwards. I think Edwards is just well beyond his uh, capability here. 
9500 is a tough price to pay to want to take Edwards. Odds are crazy. You'd have to put him in parlays. That's the only way you'd be able to get any type of value here if you didn't want to go into like types of finishes. But yeah, Edwards uh, should win that fight. One other uh, interesting fight here is the one right before that, Bilal Muhammad versus Damian Maya. Now, we talked about Muhammad, how he just got an eye poke uh, to end his no contest versus Edwards. 9,000 against a uh, wrestler here in Damian Maya that would go for the takedowns, that would go for the submissions. And uh, Bilal Muhammad really isn't uh, experienced versus these type of wrestlers. I mean, he has 85% takedown defense, but this really could be against fighters that don't go for the takedowns. Muhammad is like a decision king. Like all his fights go to decision. So inside the distance, 130 is, is it's probably going to go to the distance here. And at 9,000, that doesn't really pay off. So DFS-wise, it only points you in one direction. That's Damian Maya at 7,200. But again, does Maya win? I don't know. He is old. The uh, difference here is 11 years in age. Maya is 43 years old or going to be. Uh, Muhammad, uh, 32. So it's like Muhammad should be in better shape. Uh, we know he has the endurance. He usually goes for decision type of wins and could be able to pull this off. A three-round fight. Just got to win two of them uh, to get the decision win. If Damian Maia starts getting takedowns, though, it could be an interesting, interesting fight. If you're looking for a fight that could give you the make-or-break type of, of action, W. Dober versus Riddell. Uh, Riddell at 7,700 could be some value there for you to have against uh, Drew Dober, who's a great fighter in his own right. But they're going to come out guns blazing and just punching, punching, punching. Uh, most of Dober's losses have come to submissions. And uh, Riddell just doesn't do that. So there's the plus side on Dober as well. But they're going to go for the knockout here. Both of them should just be action on the feet from both. But it'll be interesting to see you can pull this off and get you the value points that you need for your team. Uh, last fight I'll talk about is right before that, and that's Eric Anders versus Darren Stewart. Now, we saw this fight last time out. Well, guess what? It was also a no contest. It was an illegal knee while Darren Stewart had a hand on the ground against the cage. Uh, was it hidden from Anders? Maybe. Uh, Anders looked good on the scales. Uh, 8600 is a fair price for him at minus 150 odds. Inside the distance, minus 120. I mean, Anders was crushing Darren Stewart. Just pulverizing him, piecing him up, kneeing him in the gut, in the head, punching him to the face, striking him in the body. Stewart had nothing that he could do against him. He was on the ground many, many times. Anders knew at certain spots he couldn't knee him because the hand was on the ground. But again, that one time, the arm or hand was like against the cage on the mat and maybe hidden from where Anders was, maybe not thinking it was on the ground. As soon as he hit the knee, it was Herb Dean that stepped in and stopped the fight, and that was that. Uh, like a knee against the head on the ground just uh, ended it all. Stewart was completely out of it. Anders should be able to do this again and just outstrike him. I like Anders quite a bit at 8,600. Will probably be a popular play because of the price and from what he did last out. Now, if you want to make your teams a little bit different, you got to jump to some other fights. Definitely go towards the first few fights of the night. You have heavyweights here. Carlos Felipe versus Jake Collier should be a knockout coming in. Might not be. They're both heavy, heavy guys, uh, but they can still strike. So we'll see what happens in that fight with them. Fares Ziem versus Luigi Vendramini could be an interesting one if you want to grab a, a fighter that might not be a lot of takers on that fight. And a lot of people are looking at the Steven Peterson versus Chase Hooper fight. Peterson ended up being overweight slightly. We'll put a percentage of his to Hooper uh, on the fight, but uh, Hooper might not be ready at his young age still with Peterson against him. It'll be an interesting fight, though, to see if Hooper can kind of uh, get a fair finish here on a fight that he could 
have a chance to win. So when you're looking at UFC teams, just like NASCAR, there are some quality fighters that you really kind of need to be on to build this team. And then you got to make yourself get weird and pick out those underdogs that can win and not maybe the chalky underdogs that are definitely going to win, but maybe those are the guys you want to be on or ladies that you want to be on. Anyway, you're looking for points. You're looking for finishes. You've got all those notes on the second page of the stat model as well. It's all free for you to use. Look at what points pay off each. Look at the stats and give each fight a path to victory for each fighter and figure out if that's the way this is going to go down and then have your day at it. Again, you can use it for betting-wise or DFS. They're both one of the same, probably one of the best sports out there to correlate betting with your DFS points just by what you need is the victory. Best of luck this week in your UFC 263 picks and plays. Be kind. Love you all. Let's do this.